0: Welcome back, yeah. It's Tom Robin from the Talking Chip Podcast, and I want to say welcome back to all of the students as well as the teachers uh, worldwide that are starting to uh, transition from their bubble at home, where they've been since uh, March of 2020 due to COVID-19. Uh, some, some, some states and countries are taking the bold leap to return back into the classroom. So we want to give you a big shout out. Thank you as well as a healthy prayer um, for this 2020-2021 campaign of a school year. So we wish you guys the best uh, scholastically and for the amateur athletes. You know, hopefully it's a good, safe, healthy and a successful year. Yeah, I'm back. Talking to your podcast, it's your host, Tone Robin, and I'm here with a guest, Terrence Robinson, Coach Terrence Robinson. He's going to talk about uh, what's going on with the recruiting climate, high school sports, uh, as well as amateur sports, and the post-COVID times that we are going through right now. So, you know, without further ado, how you doing tonight?
1: Pretty good, brother. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here on your podcast, man. And I just want to say, man, I, I'm very proud. um of everything, of everything that you're doing, man. And, you know, you're definitely a brother. You definitely like family to me. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just listening to some of your thoughts and how you put everything together, man. Like I say, I'm very proud. You represent Lake Worth. Well, you represent a lot of different categories where we, Probably get into that another time, but I just want to say thank you, man. Appreciate you. You're
0: welcome, man. I do it for the people, man. I like, I like for people to be informed, man. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's a different world now. You know what I mean? And we have the opportunity to pretty much create our own radio segment platform and say what we want to say. You know, and and in and, and that in and that platform, I try to put out worthwhile information for people. You know, that's going to help them from the ground level coming up and try to help our people continue to build, man. Build inside as they're trying to build outside as well, man. So what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Give us a little little background about, you know, you, Mr. Robinson, Terrence
1: Robinson. Uh basically, man, you know, I one to Lake Worth High. Uh graduated in nineteen ninety four. After that, uh went to the University of Minnesota more and uh came back here around one, Wanted to get, you know, involved in my community, uh, start, you know, doing a couple of things at uh the gym in Lake Worth. I start coaching basketball, and start being a mentor to a couple of kids. Um and then uh pretty soon after that, uh You know, different people saw me coaching in the gym in Lake Worth and, you know, doing different things with kids. uh, I ended up coaching at Lake Lytle, and I've been there. You know, I've been doing it ever since one, Still there now, uh, volunteering, and I also coach. I've been coaching high school. I coach uh, mostly at Cardinal Newman. Um, Basically, I would say from 04, but I, you know, I've been to Boynt High, I've been to John I. Leonard, I've been to Lickworth High, I've been to uh, Wellington, so I know a lot of people in Palm Beach and Broward Counties, uh, even a couple, you know, different things sprinkled in today, and, uh, you know, I just, I just try to steer the kids the right way, and, you know, give them a, you know, different outlook, and give them different avenues, from a male perspective, a lot of, you know, a lot of the kids like us, you know, they didn't really have uh, good male figures, yeah, you know, man. give them good advice. <laughs> so, you know, I definitely wanted to be a positive male figure. I don't want to say role model because I'm far from perfect. I have a lot of things, but I could separate my, you know, my personal things, you know, and I try to get them. You know, I, I try to get on sports advice and I try to get on life advice and right uh, definitely do my trials and tribulations. I try to help them avoid you know some of the some of the some of the pitfalls and you know some of the cliffs. And uh, I try to you know I try to be a bridge and you know try to you know steer them the the proper way. And anything that I don't know, I try to you know be the go-between and get them to the right person, you know, help them in life, help them in business, help them in school, um, you know, and, and put them in, you know, connection with the people that can help them with their goals or, you know, their dreams, get them, get them going the right way.
0: Man, exactly. And and, and, and don't be shy, man. Man, <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't came across a lot of talent, you know what I'm saying? As, as, as you started off talking about... Uh, you say in Lake Lotto, you know, I coached with you in passing at that park in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. And that park has produced uh, a lot of NFL talent. Uh, you coached uh, and worked with a lot of those kids uh, that have come up through the ranks, man. And, and, and if you don't mind, man, drop some of the names of some, some of the <laughs> you work with.
1: Man, even growing up. Uh... Lake Glidal, uh Palm Beach County Youth Football League, PBC YFL. Uh, we affiliated with the YFL, Orange Bowl Alliance. Uh, when the Orange Bowl was still there, you know, we would play our local games which I really loved. I really didn't want to get involved with the travel. I really loved that all the games were played there um, and, it, and it usually has very good quality coaches and even if the quality coaches necessarily don't have you in the regular season. At the end of the season, we make an all-star team. right? And, you know, the board and all the coaches, I'm also on the board of directors.
2: Okay. So the board
1: and all the coaches get together. They make sure that, you know, they have good quality coaches that end up coaching the all-star team. And then we will play uh, acreage wellington which is western communities and then uh sometimes we would play boyen and uh and you know a couple of other areas in boca and you know around the uh, palm beach county and then whoever represents oh, yeah, palm we beach mix, county we mix,
2: which
1: we mixed it, <laughs> mix it up who yeah then whoever wins palm beach county we normally went on to play like you know Durrell. You know, a couple of times we played Uncle Luke's team in, in Uh We would play Key West, you know, a couple of other people. But like I say, coming into there, I mean, when I, you know, growing up, I mean, you got names like John Mobley. Yeah. That was one of the first guys that I know of coming out of there, played for uh, Denver Broncos. Okay. Okay. And, I, I mean, we're going way back then, so we're talking 80s, you know, yeah, moving man. forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah you know you've had a lot of different amazing athletes come out of there you know you had your, you know you had uh Vince Wilfork his father was a coach there okay. uh, he was a, he was a product from that area i mean you you've had Travis Rudolph yeah man you've had the, you've had the youngs young brothers one of them played for the Detroit Lions you know willie young Avery young i mean okay. you've had You've had uh, Jacoby Brissett. You've had Jacoby Ford. you Super had Benny Bowl Sutherland. Super Bowl champions. Super Bowl, champion. <laughs>
0: Super Super Bowl, Bowl champions. Champion. You, got, you got to say that, Super Bowl champion. Nah, Super Bowl champion. Yeah. You know, we got that ring. <laughs> <laughs> we, we I got, mean, we've had,
1: had a
2: couple of guys with
0: Super Bowl
1: rings. You, out of, um, you, you had Heath Evans, another Super Bowl champion, two different teams, that's Saints that's and the right Patriots. Right. So, I mean, as far as pedigree of the league, there's no comparison, you know, Palm Beach, Palm Beach County Youth Football League is one of the largest youth leagues in Florida. And as far as, you know, the different athletes that come out of there, uh, i say the only place that I can compare is probably you got to go out there to Muck City. Yeah. But I mean, as far as I'm Palm on Beach on, County I'm South Florida. Up.
0: I'm going to back it up. I'm going to back it up. <laughs> back it up because I, I, I,
1: we, can't, we can't forget, we can't forget uh, what is his name, Damon Berry? Yes. Uh, oh, I was getting there now. That's... Damien, you know, Damien and Keon Barry, uh, amazing family. Their father, their father was one of my role models. Uh, Amazing man. Um, And I first liked him, uh, obviously, because he was an amazing athlete. uh, Down at the University of Miami, that's what made me love to you. He was a DB, You know, uh, down there with Steve Walsh. Down there with Michael Irvin. And that's you know, that's when we had the state of Florida, which is basically I four down. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah. you know, they had Jimmy Johnson, which I think is one of the greatest coaches ever. Mm-hmm. You know, college and pro took the mm-hmm. you know, the uh Dallas Cowboys at the time. Three win teams made the championship. <laughs> so, you know you know, that was basically the first Miami Miami West and then, you know, the Ravens became Miami North, but that's a whole different story.
0: We
1: can't, we, we can't even say yeah. that no
0: more. You know, I was a long-time Cowboy fan. How about
1: them Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, man, the Cowboys back in the day. But I ain't going to even get on them Dolphins, but, yeah, they, they, you know, you got to get some of this talent from South Florida. I mean, it, it, it speaks for itself. Most of the teams that, that have, you know, three, four boots in this area or, the, you know, South Florida in general, I mean, just look at the pedigree. Look what they produce. You know, they uh, yeah. it, it holds up whether it be rain, sleet, snow. Some oh. dudes go to the, I mean, not just make it to college. They go to the NFL. And, I mean, we we got some. You know, we got some H.O. efforts from you know, basically, Orlando area down. So, I yeah. mean, it's I mean, not, I mean, not a bad got, place to we got have.
2: Plenty of Hall of Famers, man. I mean, <laughs> we go, you
0: know, I mean, it ain't. We can read it down from uh, the recent inductees to Ray Ray Lewis, you know, right out of yeah. um, out of the Orlando area. Um, we have um, ooh the guys out of Pahokee. It's not
1: good yeah.
2: right now. Yeah, Because, that you
1: mean guys, you got you got them linebackers that paid on the Saints, man? man. When, yeah, when the Saints when that. the Saints was having their heyday out of out of Muck City, I mean Muck City is deep. You know, you, you know, you got Fred Taylor, DeAnthony, Johnny Rutledge. Yeah. And he you need to know.
2: get in. I'm going to go ahead and say that for Fred. You
0: know what I'm saying? You got, Just in yeah. case, just in case uh, his little brother, just in case his little brother check out the show, you know, Runt, Runt. And I'm going to call him by a nickname because I know him personally like that Runt, you know what I'm saying, from Dale hey, Yeah. y'all need to put Fred Taylor in, number 28, man, and be the first, yes. the first, the first uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguar, man, ever drafted.
2: So, yes. you
0: know, we got we got to
2: put it out there like that.
1: We yeah, you man, know we him got him. much love for Fred Taylor. He was you know, used to be our opponent. Him and played And uh I tell you what, man, he was an amazing specimen. And uh, mm-hmm. you know I got
2: a secret yeah. though. I got a
0: secret about Fred too. And I don't mind saying it. <laughs> I don't mind saying it. I don't mind saying it. I'm gonna pause right here. So but so this is my secret about Fred. We had a uh, everybody know, you know, we had field day back in the days. And I was a I was a third grader at Belgrade Elementary. Fred was a couple years ahead of us. He was, he was in the fifth. Well, he was a fifth grader. I was a third grader. I beat Fred. And see if in the 100-yard dash as a third grader. You know what I mean? So, yeah. hey, you know, I, I've seen Fred around town, man. Avenue E, man. Shout out Avenue E. Everybody know what's up with that. Uh, his whole family, his brother, his sister. His brother actually came along. And actually, won a state championship after him uh, playing the quarterback. Playing the, uh, I believe he was quarterback at Glade Central at the time when they won the uh, state yeah, championship. Yeah, I
1: think it was after '94. Yeah, after after yeah. that, which yeah, which 1994 was one of the most amazing high school teams I had ever seen. Man, if you, if you go back and look oh, at that name. that 1994 Glade Central Raiders yeah. team, yeah. much respect, man. Many 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 days going out on you know to their track meets uh many times going to their field as a as a opponent and also just as a you know uh, a watcher and seeing that you know a lot of times man just that whole aura of being out there in the muck man and you know the planes flying over and that little spray you know and, and you know them, yeah so <laughs> you, you you know not to look up in the air, you know not to wear white clothes, man, 'cause some things wasn't gonna come back right, and uh yes, I just love that competition, man, you know i I usually fare pretty well out there, have pretty good speed myself, and chased a few rabbits in my time, so I did pretty well at the track me McDonald's invitationals, and uh you know uh definitely uh. Made friends with there a couple times. We played him shit ever since Lake Shore. <laughs> okay. So I mean, yeah, I definitely no stranger to the muck, um, and, and I almost forgot that you, you know, you you was a Muck City <laughs> person. That a lot of people don't know about that, but yeah, you know, me, he had a... Dion Lamont. Uh, 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 yeah, Lamont Scott. Uh, Lamont Scott.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: Now
0: let me, let me tell you, he was a great athlete. Know what I'm saying shout out, and I, and I always got love. I, I, I don't care how a person feels about a certain individual, but that that damn John John, John, John was a <laughs> hell of a hell of a hell of a ball player, but he never played ball though.
2: Wow, yeah. I, and I feel
0: John, John I feel John should should actually went into boxing. You know, he he might have he might have made a hell of a career in boxing, man. But, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of talent, man, and it's a lot of generational talent now that's coming out. As you said, you know, we're talking starting off talking about Lake Lotto, um, a, a youth football league. And as I was saying, you know, Fred Taylor, I know his son, his, his I'm sorry, his brother's children actually uh, play in that league out there as well. Um, because when I was coaching a couple years back, I know I used to see him regularly on the sideline I think his kid may have been in prep at that time so he may he may be oh actually I take that back he's in high school now, John I Leonard you know I see some of his updates um but a lot of kids came out of that park man a lot of talent has come out of that park um within the county of Palm Beach you know like you said it's in the park league if people don't understand that all divisions stay within the park like Pop Warner there's no traveling um there are travel leagues that uh, have put out some huge talent. I mean, I played, I was a part of that travel league, uh, which was the Derry Rocks. And um, and then Boynton Beach came along after that. But, you know, mentioning Miami, as you started out mentioning, you know, beating Uncle Luke's travel teams. I love them. I love them Miami teams. But, man, they can cheat.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you when you go to Brown and Dade County, man, you know you play Darrell, you play, you know, you play. You like,
0: playing high school ball players, man, and and, and you might be in, you might be in elementary, middle school, but you playing freshman in high school. And They running <laughs> yeah. up, and you like, damn, I can't catch them. And then you know, down the road, you, you, you they they got a forfeit. I remember it was one team that was so deep. It was the North Bay Bulldogs. And come to find out, you know, at the time, I was playing 115, which is not a 125 division or weight class, which would encompass, you know, primarily sometimes fifth graders, but mostly sixth, sixth, seventh, and some eighth graders. And we played this damn team, and these boys was hitting so damn hard. And I was like, man, how, how? Or you could see their physique. They coming out with the gold teeth <laughs> and they they ripped the up, old man take static. off their yeah. shirt. You know what I'm saying? You looking like you know? And I I, I don't I don't idolize uh, Zeke Elliott, but I, I got to give him credit. You know what credit do he, he? He's a, he's a nicely built athlete as a running back. But you you can look at a young man with that stature, and you're playing in the sixth, seventh grade, and you're seeing somebody with. Now let me take it back. That's coming at you. That's looking like Troy Davis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. Well now I guess lately even in the NFL man cause uh, a lot of the Ravens last year, man, when they when they seen that boy from the from the uh Titans come through there from Yule. Oh Yuley, yeah. Oh my
2: god they
1: yeah. they, they they didn't want to see him. <laughs>
2: Derek you know,
1: Yeah, you yeah, Derrick hearing from Yulee, You you, yeah. you know, another another Florida in the panhandle, you know. Yeah. They, they they you know, they didn't want to see him. So you know you you got a few like that. And I remember in my time, the person that kind of reminded me like that was uh was even more opposing than Fred was uh Roland. Oh yeah,
0: I didn't I didn't play <laughs> against him, but Roland, 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 Roland. Not one thing about one thing about Bell Glade, Bell Glade, Glade, Glade yeah. Central High School. Yes, yeah. they have they have so many legends. <laughs> and and and, and, and folklore tales from this school it's just amazing how i, I think they call him Keely. the guy who used to yes, yes sir. so
1: he do the he threw the I, shot I heard, for i
0: heard i heard <laughs> he, he was this this guy this guy was kind of built um you know for people that follow football he was like he was like a, a darren sprawls uh, perfect example of his size, very compact, very fast. Um, but I, you know, I'm hearing this. I'm coming into high school at 92, and they're saying he lifts 500 pounds bench pressing, and I'm like, what? He's bench pressing 500 pounds? Yeah. That's crazy, man. But that, but that, that running back tandem with uh, uh, Rollins, as you're referring, to, and I know you wrestled too. But uh, it was him and, uh, and, and the, the real rabbit, the original rabbit out of belgrade Glade, you know, in our time frame was Gilbert Grant. Yes, sir. Gilbert Grantley. Man, <laughs> man, that man ran the hurdles.
1: He was amazing. Yeah, he was a long-legged dude. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was happy yeah. to see that he, you know, went on to do things after sports. But, man, he was, <laughs> I was an amazing athlete, man. Yeah, Sometimes.
2: Yeah, a lot of training
1: in the area now. Yeah. At market. Uh, you know, you would just be in awe, man. And I'm the type of dude that I love competition. So whenever whenever I saw that I, I never had fear. It would, it would yeah. just make me, hey, I just wanna step up, man, and you know, try to get out there in the summer and run with them boys when they set the cane fields on fire. I just wanted you know, to get my speed up, man. And yeah. you know, I wow. I, that's I, that's I love going wrestling to, wrestling. I love having transition.
0: competition. Yeah, <laughs> know let's transition over to high school like I said and the 1994 that, that 1994 class you know I, pl- I remember playing in that game we went we went there I was a freshman that year no no yes, I, was, I was a freshman at 92 and but I got moved up and I definitely remember playing that game against uh Glade Central because my family had came out that lives out there and so at the time this is high school so at the time, high school wise, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get them all. But I think we played. <laughs> let, let's 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 count how many. Let's count how many people that moved on to the NFL that was on that particular well, team. You have um, well, just real quick. Out. We
1: ended up we ended up mm-hmm. shutting down Fred. I think he only got about sixty on us. And uh, I covered Dell pretty well. I don't think he only had two catches, but you know, getting about three returns on us on punt return and <laughs> then.
2: Yeah, and then uh, I remember the one, and I then the he ran to the concession stand and <laughs> got chicken. Yes,
1: on our ass, he man. he ran side to side about three times and then he just sprayed on us. Yeah. and uh, and then you know we kind of contained Fred, but they had another dude by uh, Jack Jackson, so it us a long night.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, that team had a uh, 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 a one double A record breaker at FAMU. After he came yes. back from uh, West Virginia, um, uh, and he went on to coach at Lake Worth High, Juan Sider. Yes, uh, sir. He had a brief stint in the uh, NFL, or at least tried with the Raiders, I remember. You had uh, Johnny Rutledge, top-tier linebacker, yes. that went on to play for the Arizona Cardinals. You had Fred Taylor. You have uh, James Jackson, which was his backup. Uh, yes. Yeah, had Anthony uh, uh highly taught record setting national champion with the Florida Gators uh, wide yeah him and Fred
2: yeah
1: him and Fred won in the 96 and they basically uh, brother, took brother, brother, John, John, Johnny, Johnny. Too. yeah, yeah I was good. about to say that they basically had Glade Central move north and yeah. mm-hmm. they they you know the boys graduated in '94, and by '96, they was there was NCAA national champions, and they, yeah. they knew the right place to recruit. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And then they had some low key players like uh, uh, a um Blackman. Yeah, sure. um, he's he's a coach, a teacher in the Palm Beach County area. Yeah. Uh, Roosevelt Blackman and Ah uh, uh, just it's it's oh have- Willie Willie Jones, Willie, big Willie Jones. Willie Jones. Jones. Man. They lineup. had another really
1: good. They had another really good linebacker, Henry Bennett.
0: Yeah, Henry Bennett. Um,
1: His sons are playing well right now in high school.
0: So that's so that's so out of those guys that I can <laughs> that I could just remember at the top of my head, that's seven NFL players <laughs> that we faced offensively, defensively, in high school.
1: On one team. Um, on one team. On
0: one team. <laughs> on one team. And, and, it, and Florida was a hotbed that year because, I mean, Deion oh, yeah. Humphreys um, that went on to Florida State, he was highly targeted as a real, real well, big safety. Really yeah, more like six, a
1: 225. Yeah,
2: he was... He was the, the
1: last area. parade All-American. Shout out to Dion Humphreys. Deion Humphreys.
0: Le- uh, one of the,
1: the of the leaders of the x band There
0: There trying to think. We, uh... And then we had,
1: we had that amazing team, amazing team out of, uh, Olympic Heights, which oh, had... Oh, man. Funky baby. Man,
2: man that so was so, so he, special.
1: Yeah. But, and unfortunately... I knew a lot of them, uh, I was in the pick program mm-hmm. when I was 12 years old, which, that's something they definitely need to bring back, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I was in the pick program, uh it was basically a program real quick, something that you know, you as a child you could you could learn trades. Um, you know, there's engineers, there's people from Pratt Whitney, taught different things for four hours of the day. Uh that was at Carver Middle School in Delray Beach. Um after after they teach you things in the classroom as far as trades different things like that, we would actually then after we learned, like, how to make TVs, radios, uh, different things like that, um, we would go to different parks of recreation, different kinds of trades, and they would show you, you know, how to actually do the on-the-field jobs. And, you know, we got paid to go to school and to, to learn trades. And that started, you know, normally really 14, but they start accepting you at 12 years old. And I, I wish they brought those programs back. You know, it was very, very good to, you know, to learn.
0: Yeah, man, you they know, gave the kids yeah, a summer yeah. job, gave them a summer yeah. job, gave them some income, you know, for people that are coming from um, what is, what is mean, low-income communities or neighborhoods uh-huh. or families, and, um, you know, it kept them out of trouble, you know, uh, some of them saved yeah. them from the drug trade
1: and them. Put, them in, yeah.
0: put them in a better environment.
1: Saved them from being recruited into gangs and what have you, and you know we mm-hmm. we pretty much had a brotherhood of being athletes, man. And in that in that brotherhood, I met uh, Central McMillan, I met uh I met Peanut. I can't think of the real names, but most of them played for Gilroy Rocks.
0: Peanut, uh, was a, Peanut was a quarterback. Yeah, I
1: remember him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up going to Olympic Heights. Um, also, oh man, I met uh, Thaddeus, and uh, we used to, we used to we used to sit there, man. and Literally, and I know people don't believe us, but it's true. Like we used to literally run on the beach all the way from Delray, sometimes to Lantana or Boynton, and turn back around and go back. Then we would go to the pit, and people really, you know, people were like, "How you all got fast, man? We put in the work." <laughs> We were swimming, running in the water, running on the beach. And I mean, that was early in the morning, man. And you know, it was back in the time when, you know, your family didn't really have to worry about, you know, nobody messing with you, different things like that. We 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 had each other. So, you know, we would do that before. Yeah. Yeah. We was in packs of six or more. So, you know, that was something we did before we ended up going to Carver and after, you know. And, uh, but another thing I really... another
0: thing about that another thing about what you're saying with us standing tax also the police forces were totally different I, I can tell oh, you now yeah. <laughs> versus, then, oh, yeah. versus now now versus then if you go through Belle Glade if you go through uh, you go through West Palm Beach if you go through Lake Worth if you go through um, uh, uh, Delray Beach now those four towns four cities alone there was such a heavy presence of black officers and they came from the community that they served so it was less likely that you was going to have an encounter because just like how the, uh, the Lake Lada program is there are a lot of sheriffs there are a lot of uh, law enforcement agents that actually participate in and volunteering and coach we had those same volunteer coaches with Derry Rocks um, so you know, number I, I say one name. You know, rest in peace, God bless the dead, uh, Mister uh, Mister Coach Bump. Anybody say Coach Bump, they knew what time it was. You didn't want to have no encounter with Coach Bump, man, pulling out the stick. And I'm not talking about a gun, you know, for your kids that can only relate pull out a stick to a gun. I'm talking about pulling out a stick, pulling out a tree branch, and and for yeah, discipline. smack crossed that behind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and man. I was back in the times when. You know, uh, our, our families believe that it took a village. So you yeah. know, if somebody did put a switch on you or someone did discipline you, it was no issue. They would well, thank the person yeah. because they knew that they had your best interest in hand. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't anything out of hand. And I'm, I'm so sorry and sad that we've gotten away from that. You know, what I mean, like we used to you used to know your neighbor you used to, you know. And used to know different people like okay, I'm gonna let him hang out over there. He could be you could be going all day, you know. And there was no worry. They know that you was gonna be disciplined. They know you was gonna be well fed. They know you was gonna be you know well taken care of, you know. and, uh, no doubt. It's sad that we gotten away from that. And as far as what you're saying with the law enforcement man, I just remember most of I would say at five six years old. Uh. I actually, you know, my mother didn't really want me to get into football. I was very little. Even as a freshman in high school, I was barely 100 pounds at 5'8". <laughs> I just I just happened to be fast. I was a fast nerd. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, I grew up in mostly a lot of uh, PBA, uh, Police and about Association, you know, and a lot of the PBA or PAL leagues. There was a lot of that, you know, in, in our youth which you know there's not very many of those and that's all the way you know the baseball fields down there right off of H Street North Lake Worth um, you had that you know you had different branches at Lake Lido you had that at the YMCA um, you know you had that at a lot of different areas
0: and that's so, well you know it, because the PALS the PALS have transitioned now into the um, into the <laughs> into the highly sponsored AAU programs so and I noticed, I noticed yeah. factually because I stayed out, I stayed out western, you know, as we, we term it, I stayed out in Western Lake Worth or which some would consider Boynton Beach for a time, and um, you know I would see some of the coaches that coached at uh, the West Boynton League would shuffle the children out to um, that, that, that Wellington basketball program.
2: Yes, wasn't well, yeah, wolves
0: yeah Because so, that program actually produced uh recently Trenton Frazier who was a a damn good uh youth- youth football quarterback, um uh, but he went on to be a very very uh highly recruited point guard, and he plays for the University of Illinois right now, I think he's in his junior year, uh but his father was an excellent ball player and they they're related to uh, to Ishmael and uh, those guys you know and I know burn, have, yeah, having conversation with them on the sidelines and speaking with his family but that's that's what's happening now so you'll have a person who sees the talent and then you know they'll pretty much it's and, and recruiting is normal and so it's not like I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to bring a program down, is to be understood that kids play out of area, you know, because that that's the high team, you know, before they open it up with the high school dynamics now is in in South Florida, as long as you can get there, we don't care where you play. And I felt bad. I felt bad. I felt bad when they changed. I think it was maybe about two, two three years ago that they changed that format. And I was just like, damn. So that means that stack school is going to stay stacked for a long time because these kids are playing at programs like uh, like uh, 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 Lake Lido. And they're playing and, and Belgrade has a, a good program. Now, Airport Pro, Road has a good uh, program as well. But a lot of those kids are starting to migrate over to Royal Palm. And yes. we're seeing them more they're not. They're not playing at Glade Central anymore. You know where Glade Central used to have. Damn. I mean, they had. They had 22 on the field, and then they had a whole nother, You know. So 20 lined up waiting to go behind them. So these these kids are not waiting for the opportunity to say you know what, I'm going to wait my turn. It's more like I got to play now, so if I can't play, you know, at, at, at that level to compete in Belgrade, or if the family moves into a better situation or if they're raising these kids up through these uh, amateur programs like like the program that you're talking about with Lake Lotto, you know, the families are moving into different areas that are going to line the kids like Crevon LeBlanc. You know, he was a Belgrade Glade yeah. kid but yes, he sir. played at what did Kravon I think Kravon Cra- Cra- played at Glade Central one year and yes. then I think he played three years at Dwyer or two years at Dwyer so you're not even seeing these kids aren't even staying home anymore even starting starting from the starting from the uh, uh, middle school ages, man they looking for that next situation like uh, that one Which, kid jumps
2: yes. at Florida State yeah yeah
1: which Craig on the Blunt, that's another fine young man that made it to the league. Know his family very well. And uh Philadelphia Eagles. amazing amazing young man. Uh, amazing parents. And uh yeah, definitely that's another dude, man. I seen him grow up from young and, man, one I, I I love people from the month, I gotta say that, man. Very respectful people, very hard working people. Uh, you know, they definitely know the value of a dollar. Blue collar people, and you know, their, their gems, gems come out of that, man. That black soil, uh, you know.
2: Yeah. So you
0: know, you know, keep it, keep it rolling. So what we looking like now, man? What we looking, what we looking like on the home front, <laughs> COVID, <laughs> COVID wise, yeah. you know? I, 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 I tell I you got what, got man. Win on Friday night. I see. Congratulations on
1: that. Yeah, Friday night we we uh we beat Darrell. Um, the week previous we beat Kings Academy. But i tell you what, coaching right now, uh, first of all, I I love coaching, man. I love helping, you know, young men, you know, pursue different things. And my biggest thing when I coach anybody is I just want you to make it to college. To open up some more doors for you. Um, And if you don't pursue college, I would hope that you learn a great trade and just be a productive citizen. Right. You know, all right. But just basically just open up the avenues I tell you football is the ultimate team sport so many life skills I learned from it uh, you know and basically anything, anything that you do if you start an organization if you run a business if you end up being an employee you're going to have to work with others and hopefully man football teaches you hey I can work with others with a common goal in mind and we're going to do whatever we can as a group to achieve it um, also you know, literally, you get knocked down, you got to get up. You can't just lay there, you know. You get up, and you do whatever you can do to make the plays. Whether it be blocking, running, um, you know, playing defense, whatever you're doing. The, you know, football is the ultimate team sport. And it is. I'm, I'm it is. happy that I had that experience. I'm happy to have had that experience with you. Because it definitely... Uh, you know grew to love you more than I would if we didn't and it's just you have you have a special bond especially with someone that you that you know you, you end up it, it teaches man either you gonna fold or you're gonna have courage to stand up man in that heat of battle and, you know it, it's sad but it's true in life you got people that fold man and you know you and, and then you got people that stand up you got people that have your back you know uh, you know, people like you, people like uh, Vincent Reese will Maurice. I know, man, you know, if I go through some type of trial, tribulation, you know, you, you would be somebody I called on, you know. Vince Appreciate. would be somebody I called on because we've been through that fire before, you know, and, uh, you know, if I needed you, you know, in, in, a, in a negative situation or if I needed you, you know, in some positive, you know. You, y'all would be some of the type of people I, I would want to walk through the fire with me, man, and either enjoy something amazing or, you know, help me get through something. Oh, yeah. So Appreciate hopefully, it. you know, I, I try to instill that, you know, in the young the gentleman that I have. Hey, you know, you're not a boy, you're a young man now. You get knocked down, you got to get up. You know, oh, yeah. you got to be brave, you got to have courage. There's going to be times where you're going to lose. But guess what? You're going to fight the whole time. You're not going to just accept. Definitely. You're not just going to accept no loss. You know, you're going to put forth your best effort, no matter what the outcome. And then, you know, it's times where you're going to be in the dog fight. And guess what? You know, now we get to see, you know, like I, like I joke with a lot of them. I say, I say, I am a character myself, but I have character. Right.
2: True. So
1: yeah. I, I said, a lot of y'all are characters too. But how many of y'all have character? How many of y'all are men? How many of y'all, when that adversity hit, how many of y'all gonna stand up? Not only just stand up for yourself, but stand up for the guy next to you. And
2: that's that's a, that's a
0: good, that's a great comment, man. That's a great quote because, uh, you know, a lot of these kids and men that grew to be men that, we, that we've spoken on already, the persona of them, Know, where people know them as the athlete, is one thing, and uh, the beauty in podcasting right now, man, shout out to uh, Fred Taylor, um, Brandon Marshall, uh, I think it's uh, Crowder from the Florida Gators, and Ocho Cinco, you know, they have their own podcasting show. Um, it, what, what's happening now is a lot of these men are getting the opportunity to Show who they are off the field because often, if you think back, in all these years, you know some of the greats. We only know that persona on the field. Like I only know Emmett Smith, the running back, the superstar through Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Or Thurman Thomas, classic example. Right. I only, I only know Thurman Thomas. You know the Buffalo Bill, the running back, the Hall of Famer. Yada yada yada. And um, so you know, I, I like I, I'm a, a liking this to Wu Tang from mics to men, you know, so a lot of these guys are starting to get on the microphones and they're starting to tell their story, their intimate story of what made them and, and now you're getting the chance to see just like you said, that actual character that they have as men. And for a lot of these a lot of these kids, they get caught up in the they get caught up in the character of the sport and that personality in the sports arena and they don't they don't know how to separate the two and often as we've seen through uh through art, you know, through through shows like Ballers, where yes. they get they, they kinda take you behind the scenes of what it's like to be a player and you see that ego and you see the entourage and you get to see the wasteful spending and the the, the mindset of people who never prepare to walk away from the game or to walk off the field. And and and, and they they lose so much when it's taken away from them as we've lost so many greats to the street corners, as we've lost so many greats to, you know, bad decisions of, you know, drug use, you know, suicide because they they didn't know how to cope after
1: After the adoration. The sad thing, too, like when we have downtown and I'm not, uh, you know, talking to the kids about the next opponent or, you know, different things uh, football related, I, I try to pick their brains and see, you know, what's going on in their personal life. Like, you know, different things like what's their aspiration? What's the five year goals? What's the 10 year goals? You know, is everything going well in their, you know, family lives? Uh, you know, is there anything that they need to discuss, you know, in private? Because a lot, of, a couple of things you kind of touched on, but I just want to expand. Is, uh, you know, you have a lot of different, especially young men with issues. And even though, you know, basically football is a place to where you can take out your anger and aggression. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's... it's you know, you can basically hit somebody as hard as you can. You know, many times you want in between the whistles. And, but you'd be surprised at how many people, it doesn't quite get it. You know, doesn't get all that anger out. Doesn't, You know, right. a lot of people have different anger issues, whether it be, you know, because they don't have a father or, you know, they got a bad, they have a bad uh, relationship with their mother. They, You know, their mother, you know, might make do not want to be grown up, you know, and they they never had a chance to be a kid, like, you know, they had to be a young kid. I'm
0: I'm I'm gonna park that one, I'm gonna park that one because we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna circle back, we're gonna circle back because, um, and and, and the way that I'm gonna remember this, I'm gonna circle back because I'm gonna say Junior Seo, you know what I mean, (laughs) yeah, because so, so I'm gonna park that right there, but let's, let's jump back into this COVID thing, like, all right, so everybody can't be in the bubble, you know, like the NBA. yes. And yes, sir. you know, uh we, we we we're hearing it today. We're hearing it today. Cam Newton, NFL football player, tested positive for COVID, so he will not be participating in a big game against the Kansas City Chiefs. So in high school oh. in the dynamics right now, right now, what what safety measurements are intact <laughs> in, in your county to kind of help these kids stay healthy to avoid <sighs> COVID? <laughs>
1: I'm going to stay away from the political parts of that that answer <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: all, all good, I know is far... <laughs>
1: <laughs> all I know is as far as uh, uh, I'll put it to you this way uh, for the seniors man it's not like pro sports right. for a lot of these seniors just like for a lot of Football players in general, once you're a senior and your senior year is over, more than likely that's the end of your football career. Um, you know, even if you do have aspirations going to college or what have you, if you if you are one of the few that make it to that and play on that level, you know, so so a lot of people don't touch the field. Right. Uh, you know, you have different right. due to different situations. Um, and if even if you do, man, it's just. You know, this is this is a young man's, you know, time in their life. It should be one of the best times of a young man's life. And if somebody ends up being positive, now you're looking at ten to fourteen days. They have to be quarantined. Okay. So, Easily. so That's too high. two possibly possibly three, depending on what day of the week you catch it. uh. <laughs> um, and now, and then whoever that person has been around. So, um, as far as lifting and things like that, most people have a partner, you know, cause obviously you need spotters. And then, you know, obviously if something was to happen, then it would be just those two versus, you know, 10 or 20. Um, we have to wear, the, you know, we pretty much wear the mask at all times. Um, besides the actual game. You know, we stay apart from each other. Um, you know, um, but you know, we basically wash our hands. Most people, you know, we we basically create our own bubble. Um, the people involved, man, we're the coaches and the players. You know, try not to. Even though we can go to things that have opened up, we, you know, we you know we tell the kids, hey, don't go to the beach if you're gonna, you know, do some do it do it with your family. For a very very small group of people and you know do the social distancing. i know myself uh, i try not to go to the store i try to order different things that i need when i do go i get things in bulk you know i what i order, they put in my car and then pretty much besides being with my daughter like i'm at uh you know like i'm, I'm at work which I'm glad, I'm kind of glad it's not open right now. There's nobody else there. You know, there's very few people there. So I don't really have to worry about social distance there. And then, right. you know, like I said, I'm in and out of the store. They're, you know, they're putting the different things in my car, in my trunk. And, uh, you know, even though I really would love to go out to eat, I'm trying to, you know, make the things I have already at my house. So I'm pretty much there. That's what we try trying to say. Limit, limit your exposures. And you know, keep washing your hands and practice social distancing. Uh, so far, we we've okay. been around each other almost four months, and all of us have been COVID free the whole time.
0: Okay. And and, and you guys, you guys, are you are you playing a full ten game season?
1: Right now, I think uh, we have eight. We've already played three. Um, and we're gonna probably add two more of the public schools. Which public schools, just started I think last week. But uh, most private schools are, you know, the uh, Christian schools. They've 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 never been shut down. You know, you know, they have smaller enrollment. Like for instance, Carter Newman has like three hundred kids. Don't have to worry so much about social distancing. Don't have to worry so much about you know,
2: fifty kids in
1: a classroom.
0: <laughs>
2: where, where, is, where is Cardinal Newman located? At? Like,
1: where, oh, where Cardinal is Newman's in West Palm Beach, West Palm Beach area. It's on Spencer Drive in between uh, Okeechobee and Palm Beach Lakes. Uh, if you know that Chick fil A right there on Palm Beach Lakes, it's really, very, very busy. It's basically on the other side of that. And, uh, so, it's, 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 so you
0: guys basically in South Florida, South Florida High School of Athletics in the, uh, in, in the private school division. Typically, we play 10 games in the county of Palm Beach, and uh, you say you guys are slated for eight, but you'll add two as the public schools return so that that fill out your season. So so most yes. kids, as long as they don't run into COVID, they shouldn't yes. have any, any challenges having some sort of highlights uh, or package ready on their huddle for these recruiters, yes. for the kids that's in their junior and their uh senior campaign um yes what uh what 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 uh what what are the uh referees doing you know how, how are they governing the
1: games now? okay as far as the referees which <laughs> which by the way i, I ran into a, a few a few classmates corey brown a couple of other people um, All right. actually actually people that actually we went to school with are also guys that were refereeing our games when we were athletes Are still referees. Um, Also, shout out to my uncle Leon. Uh, We got a lot of, you know, a lot of different guys. Man, they've been 20, twenty, twenty-five years or more. Um, But basically, now the refs don't touch the ball. Um, You have to have ball boys just run after and get the ball, and they literally throw the ball back to the center. The referee does not place the ball. That's one of the things. (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> you guys have, the, uh, you guys have yeah. a tennis effect now, you know, like yeah, man. Game.
1: Okay. And, um. And you, you know, I'm
0: saying that to say, are you getting any good spots? Just <laughs> 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 the, the referee isn't spotting the ball. Are you he, guys getting he, any good he,
1: spots? Like he'll stand there with his foot, and then that's where the center, you know, needs to place the ball. But he, this, the a lot of the. Where the referee would, you know, touch the ball or uh, pretty much be around the people. They they re, you know, uh, the only time it really comes close is obviously the sideline. but you still have that buffer where you shouldn't be anyway, and you know they'll definitely tell you, hey man, you need you need to back up, you know. I, so you don't come I into know, contact.
0: I've attended a few games at the. School. And as far as the crowd participation, the school that you you coach at is very family oriented. It's very yeah, yeah. traditional, where it's generation after generation that attends that school in most instances. So what I mean in the end, are you guys still having a nice crowd turnout for the uh, for the game?
2: It's very
1: limited. Um, okay, like. You know, basically, obviously, like, the parents, like, you know, immediate family. But as far as, like, uh, extras, not very many extras. But even with saying that it was an amazing crowd last week, <laughs> and it got pretty rowdy. Um, you know, we had, a, we had a great experience. The game that we just had was a dogfight for most of the night. And then, you know, we ended up winning uh, 28-19, but it was a lot closer know uh, previous. And, um. You know, I definitely heard the crowd. I wasn't really uh, looking and paying attention, but it, it was definitely uh, towards, them, you know, toward when the game, uh, before the game uh, was decided, when when the opposing team had the ball, you know, they, they were loud, you know, they're very, you know, like you said, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, families, generations, people pass, so they're very knowledgeable about the game. So, you, you know, when when the opposing team you know, need a big play they're they're allowed definitely helped out and uh, definitely uh, I was happy for the kids that you know their families and friends could support them you know you know people had masks on people you know people sat you know away from each other so Mm -hmm. you know it was good good. I know at least that part and they got checked they got screened coming into the they got screened uh, before they were able to uh, enter.
0: Oh, okay, so they're checking the. Temperature I That's the same too upon arrival. Every, okay.
1: Yeah, every day that we arrive, even yeah, even like this weekend, you know, we go through screening. Every single practice, every every player, every coach, every person that comes near, you know, you get screened. So that's an everyday thing. So. Um, yeah. As like far say, as you We've been COVID-free.
0: As, the, as far as the as far as the big games that y'all have on y'all on y'all schedule this year, what, what what are what are a few other few what are a few of the uh the, the, the notable teams that you guys are supposed to be playing in the ten game season?
1: Well, see that's a very difficult question because pretty much you have to go game by game and then if something was to occur such as you know the other team would have you know someone will come down with the covet um you know basically you have to rearrange like for instance we just played the rail that wasn't even scheduled you know to happen we had some other things transpire and then that happened to be one of the add-ons already because i um to be put in there so there's different games slated you know, you know, you have like clueless things. You have, you know, different things like that slated in there. Yeah. But it's like you kind of got to go week by week <laughs> before they happen. That's you know, you know what that's I mean.
0: Truly understandable, right? Try, try not do you, to. Do you guys? Do you guys? Now, or, or or do you guys traditionally play American Heritage?
1: Yes, and that's one of the games that is on the schedule. Um, and that, is, that, is that
0: Delray or Fort Lauderdale? Delray. Delray Beach. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, so that's, 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 that seems like y'all got it under control, man. I hope things work out to where everybody's COVID-free throughout the whole season, man, because I know how difficult it is for any of any little slight thing as a high school athlete, man. You miss a game. It's significant. Um, recruiting is so competitive now, and that's something that I want to I want to start talking about now is the recruiting aspect of it. Like uh, with 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 the current recruiting climate, man. Give us give us the pros and the cons, the goods, the bad that some of these kids, parents, and parents need to uh, try to adhere to, man, to, to make sure that their children. Get a, get get the best opportunity that they can,
1: no matter how talented they are. I tell you, <laughs> that's a deep question. <laughs> a lot of people need a lot of people need to understand or need a PC answer. A lot of people need to understand first of all what a highlight is. <laughs> okay. For instance, like if you just jumping on the pile, that is not a highlight. Right. You know.
2: <laughs> like, or you know you. you <laughs> Hold on, you hold on. Let's, a... let's, 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 let's let's let's
0: explain that. Let's explain it because I played with someone who coaches in, and we, we got it. Well, I'm, I'm a, this 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 that like a, you were saying PC is politically correct, but you know it's, a, it's that hood talk right now. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't I ain't sure what you said, so. Uh, Coach True J over there pointing high. You know what I'm saying? With your ass jumping on the pile. And they they give you about seven, eight, nine more tackles, more than what you had, or they, they give you that eight next to the tackles for a And I used to ride them hard. I'm like, man, look, I watched the film, and I was like, what's this? let is? Let's 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 say let's say they they highlighted, you know, uh, he had 14 tackles. I'm like, man, you had six tackles, man, total. Right. You know, your right. ass ain't. You know, he was like, what you mean? They can't be wrong.
2: Are you hating?
0: I'm like, no, I'm not hating, man. When you analyze the play a lot of people don't realize that because what they get caught they get caught up in the hype they hear they hear it over the over the speaker and some of those guys that are calling the game man they're drunk they they drunk they had a couple Yeah shots they they lit man
2: them. or 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 they yeah. or, or they're calling it
0: on a favorable standpoint like so that's right. my guy, or that's my friend's son. He's close to the house, so yeah. Number, number nine <laughs> made the tackle, and
1: you like number nine still standing up. He ain't even hit nobody. But yeah, so. yeah
2: so, number nine still drinking water. I had to run it down and run off a little bit, but yeah. That's it. That's it.
1: The yeah, you got to know what a highlight is, and then uh, you know it's definitely good too, but one thing to, you know you gotta know what to post and what not to post basically um, cause sometimes people do have great highlights but then you got you know some music and it is it, is full of cuss words whoa 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 <laughs>
2: whoa, whoa, whoa 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 when you, <laughs> you say know
0: what to post
1: now are you talking about the athletes' personal social media or you I'm I'm, 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 oh, 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 I'm talking about all the above, all the above, whether it be okay. social media, whether it be uh highlights, whether it be you know, people if I'm gonna give you money for a four year degree, right. I gotta know that you're gonna make it four years.
2: Right? It's you can't investment.
1: say hey. <laughs> Exactly. You can't sit there and say, "Well, or well, I'm a student athlete and I do X, Y, Z, but then you know they go to your social media, and you know you you kinda, uh, you're trying to you trying to you give across that you're a thug, you know, or or something. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of a lot of that, a lot
0: of that now, and I'm, I'm right with you on this. A lot of kids uh, do not have the proper etiquette to understand that although you make hers and, and this was this was this was my recruiting experience. I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm incorporating my baiting experience in <laughs> that happened with the with the with the recruit from uh Cookman now University. So BCU Baited me in. This is pre social media. Coach comes out, pulls me out, uh this was, this was the day that they had the basketball game on campus uh, during the middle of the day, I think we played Jupiter High School. So they they, they pulling me out. Uh, came out and it's uh, making a real big scene. Everybody, like, oh, he getting recruited. He getting recruited. So he pulls me in front of the gymnasium, and um, he has some colorful words. He was just sitting there. It's like, yeah, you know, you out there with the with the holes and the da 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 da. And I'm like, well. Wow. And so I matched. <laughs> I, as they say i matched his tone i matched his tone so right. like uh whatever whatever i said i can't remember the word i'm 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 not even gonna waste an expletive just to say something but whatever profanity i used at the time he stopped me and he was like hold up hey um yeah we don't we don't we don't do that cursing and all this enough and i'm like wait wait a minute you just right. talking you, about you
1: started a conversation with the coach.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But see, and that's what people don't understand. It's a psychological thing sometimes, even with the recruiters. Even with the people that are coming out, to rec- the recruiters, when they come out to recruit you, they're testing you mm-hmm. psychologically to see where you are. Because what right. he did, he, he, said, he set me up. And he set me up because my cousin, Curtis Davis, shout out to him, who was uh coached by uh Larry Littles, uh, former NFL great, Miami Dolphins undefeated team. Um he 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 was uh my cousin was there and my cousin had a big personality, uh very known on campus as a party guy. And so, you know, I I, I mentioned to the recruiter, yeah, Curtis Buck, um my cousin. Oh yeah, Kurt, your cousin. Yeah, man, he be running around, and, and that's and, and that's the expression that I, I, I wanna I wanna interject and say that's what he was saying. You know, Kurt running around with all the girls and this, that, and the other at the time. So my cousin is married right now, so this was at that time. And <laughs> and,
1: uh, and so we all so had he, a pass. So,
0: yeah, so he's lead, <laughs> so he's leading me. He's leading me, and I'm like, okay, this this seems pretty cool. I'm nodding my head. I'm feeling good about it. And at that very moment when he stopped me and said what he said, I said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I have no interest in, in uh, BCU. I, I have no interest in BCC at the time because I felt like you, you disrespected me. One, you recruited me. I'm not with a parent. I'm not with a coach. I'm, I'm, I'm meeting you one-on-one on campus. But then you put me in that disposition where you make me feel like you can violate me at any at, by any means because you're my elder. and in that part of the recruiting process, I'm like, yeah, that's not fair. I'm a kid, a young man, and you're 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 playing me like a young adult. And then when I start to act like that young adult, you shut me down and you make me feel like that's a no-no or you're going to hold that against me. And I'm like, nah, we ain't playing those games. And that was that was before the social media days, and, the, and that was my experience with it. So I get what you're saying as far as, you know, the way people project their images, the way, it's the, 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 let, let me be blunt, the shit that they say and the shit that they do on social media that they shouldn't be doing, that the parents don't cut them off on, And I hate to say, you know, if you are a trending athlete, you better have a PG page. But that's the reality of it, because a lot of people have lost scholarships over that.
2: Yep.
1: Well, not only that, let's let's move that to adulthood. (laughs) You try to go on the job interviews, different things like that, They, they look at your social
0: media. So, you know,
1: you have to be aware of what you post.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what, what, what's the climate looking like down there, man, as far as um, as far as as, as far as big recruits this year, like who's a, who's a standout
2: that's just jumping
1: off? Oh, me. man, it's kind of early for that. Um, Pretty much, I would I would guess the front runners from last year that were juniors are still the top ones now. Um, Like I said, most of the public schools have just now been activated so um it's going to be very i think this is going to be a very limited year um as far as e- exposure because who knows how many games certain teams are going to have and then who you know who knows if you know for instance when it does become active hopefully we're past you know we're in a part of the stage of covid where you know we can have visits or you know, is that is that gonna be, is that gonna be on Zoom? You know, is there gonna be Zoom meetings to get recruited? You know what I mean? Like, that's something that it's gonna have to be very creative as far as <laughs> you're right because every I'm sure there are guys that will come to schools. I'm sure there are guys that will still come visit. But then you're gonna have guys, especially if they have families or let's say they have a young child. Uh, or you know, or some of their wives, I'm I'm pretty sure they're not gonna want to venture out, yeah. you know, you know, deal with that. Well, and
0: even the normal and even the normal means of travel, like I mean, everybody's not jumping right. on the plane as they as they exactly. were. You know, for us, yeah. I, I, like I mean, it was a golden ticket to get on the plane when we were back in the in the in the early to mid '90s. And then right. all of a sudden, you know, 2,000 things took off and people hopping and flying everywhere. COVID hits. Now people are like, man, I ain't getting on no plane. You know, I'm not yeah. going to be encapsulated in a plane right. to travel from here to there. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be... That's, that's an yeah. interesting point that you bring up. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. So now, too... You know, you're talking about a guy driving. That's that's going to be a hell of a lot of driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they if they do it, which a lot of guys, that's how a lot of guys did it anyway. Especially if they had to do South Florida. You know what I mean? They're probably not in no rush to get back anyway, just if they're coming from the north. But I mean, now, you know, I'm pretty sure some 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 things of travel are eliminated, and then too. You know, if you're trying to book a hotel, this and things like that, you have to be careful with that as well, you know?
0: I had a... Uh, and and you, you, you make me think about... uh, make me think about um the talent that has escaped us, you know, like the Lamar Jacksons. um, uh, uh, um Kobe sets. Um, yeah. No, I'm 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 more so thinking like you know where Lamar went to Louisville, or where you had yeah. Jacoby go up to North NC State after after his stint at the uh, University of Florida, and then you had um then you had uh what's the other guy? Oh, uh, uh, you got James Cook right now at University of Georgia. Now the thing for me is because Florida is always a hotbed. like right. Will some of these guys? choose to stay local um, because of the concern of family um, being able to see them uh, and also for them to get to these places because of, of COVID now so now will it be the return of you know the big three of Florida Florida State University of Miami getting talent that they would not have normally gotten because you know LSU because of Alabama because of uh, Ohio State. Ohio, yeah, Ohio State stole a few from us too. You know yeah. with uh, Antonio Holmes.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they,
0: they, they, yeah. Super Bowl MVP, Antonio Holmes from uh, again yeah, from Belle Florida. You know, um, will these kids now make those conscious decisions to load up at FAU, which has? to the mix and FIU and
1: uh, UCF USF <laughs> uh, you know it's funny it's, it's funny funny you bring up FAU I tell you what Florida State as horrible as they look I don't see how you fire head coach that's probably getting into a different conversation but uh, <laughs> 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 at least they had some semblance of offense before you know when they had Tiger over there but basically man uh, FAU FAU you have a lot of uh, local dudes that either played in Florida or from Florida. Michael Irvin's son, Taggart's son, that's going to FAU. So I mean, as far as Jimmy's and Joe's, that uh, they're getting kind of be- they get a little bit better every year. They even getting dudes from Last Chance U, which you know, even things like that. I wonder, you know, what are else? those shows going to continue? That's
0: to be expected. That's to be expected well, with that because. Um, uh, I know. Uh, uh, what's the guy name? Uh, God is Gracious. The head, the former. Who was the? Who was the? Who was the? The Schnellenberger. Schnellenberger. Yeah. Howard Schnellenberger. Um, uh, a great coach for the University of Miami. He kind of started that that running wave through the '80s that we got a chance to experience as uh, kids and enjoy the youth um, he's, he's very active with FAU you know and their program uh, because he because he resides in the Boca area Boca Boynton area and um, so you know when we, were, when we were when we were playing of course there was no FAU football or we might have made that decision
2: as well but but uh, I don't even <laughs> want to
1: get into that <laughs> you know what you see. yeah
2: but, uh, you know, our choices are very but, limited <laughs> Yeah, I, I you didn't you didn't good. really have
1: the UCS and the USF's. They weren't what they are be, now. You had to
0: be good. You had to be good. Yeah. If you were not good, your ass was pretty much stay home because uh, not too many people took the JUCO route. You know, nope. it's 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 an option now, but not a lot of people from our era really like JUCO because again, social media has fostered a lot of things. Make it acceptable because you can look, you can take social media. It's, it's like a, it's like a live dictionary. I mean, a live uh, history book. And so you can see in the places that you normally wouldn't go into. You're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll take a chance and go out there. Now, where you like, uh, who was, what was the, the one of the perennial schools, of Butler Community College? Yes. Ain't no way you would get me to go to Butler in 1995, <laughs> 96. You were not going to get me to go there, but now these kids look at Butler, and they're like, "Oh, okay, so Butler produced." Okay, I'll go ahead and jump over there. Boom! But yeah, it's different
1: now. Yeah, let me let me make a couple points. Like for instance, even you had like Steph Curry go to Davidson, you know, and basically put Davidson on the map. But even going back a little bit further, a lot of people, for instance. As far as D ones. It's only I would say I wish I had someone to educate me more, educate us more um, on until thing. I played NCAA, I didn't realize it was like a hundred and thirty some them. <laughs> so right, it's right, like right, right. In, in 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 that first of all, you don't oh, think okay,
2: hold on, hold on, hold, I,
1: on,
0: Ted, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Ted, Ted, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let, let, I, I, I want you, I just, just, just want to interject and say, when you say NCAA, we talk about, we talking about the football game, you know what yes. i mean, on, on, on PlayStation <laughs> or Sega, you know, a lot of people do not understand that reference,
2: you know what so I'm saying,
1: that game doesn't exist anymore, but yeah, go ahead though. But yeah, just, it was perfectly named because, you know, it is the NCAA and all of us had to Go into the clearinghouse if you end, you know, if you end up going to any collegiate place. But when we think D ones, all we thought was the perennial D ones. We thought, especially coming from here, you you thought Miami, Florida State, um, University of Florida. You really didn't think, you know. Of course, there's like, then you, you know the second tier for us would have been Ohio State, Nebraska. The people we basically saw them play, either people who were winning championships or the people, you know, Alabama's. We really didn't really have Clemson on the map, which I'm glad, you know, like Jacoby, a couple of other people, Jacoby Ford, a couple other people ended up going to Clemson. Kind of put them on the map, baby, CJ Spiller, Jacoby Ford. Uh, but those were places that I never thought of going. And that's right there in South Carolina, which is beautiful. that I found out later on in life but that's that's something that never entered you know my mind I didn't think of going to you know uh, South Carolina Columbia or or Clemson or uh, Hawaii or you know uh, Iowa Iowa State those weren't thoughts in my mind you know and that's you know other D1s just you know just not the D1s you think about when you think d one. You know, right. um, and then two, if it's not D one, there's so many other colleges that could prepare you for life, like Citadel, um, yeah. or other yeah. juco. Yeah. It,
2: it,
1: it was it was tons of jucos. I actually, uh, you know, grew grew up a little bit. I actually knew about three or four people that had attended Citadel, which that's one of the colleges that recruited me that I didn't think about going to. Um, and they played a, they played a lot of the D1 teams um, yeah. that you think about as far as D1 and most of the people that attended that school uh, you know did pretty well in life um, but yeah there's yeah. just you need to I don't think a lot of athletes um, ha- have ha- make a knowledgeable um, decision when they're going through the recruiting process. And there definitely needs to be more guidance, uh, more people to to help. Just like just like you taking the test, you need to make an educated guess or an educated decision. You know, not not one from well, you know, they got a nice brochure. Like a lot of people end up going to places that they never saw. For instance, like where I ended up going to college, I never I never had saw it.
2: <laughs> until
1: I until I got there. <laughs> You know, I, I was leaning I towards
0: Family U- <laughs> to, yeah, U-
1: University. Point. Yeah, I wanted to go to Family U- University. And, uh, you know, it was August. And, you know, they still hadn't found a room for me yet. So I was like, you know, I'm not trying to go all the way to Tallahassee. And, you know, they're dragging their feet with, you know, I had already, you know, did the Sally Mae. And, all those different things, you know, and I had pretty decent grades. So I was like, you know, what's the hole I've been? You know, there's a few places like, hey, we already got your room, boy. We already have this and this shut up for you. So, you know, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's all awesome. I, <laughs> I, I
2: got, I got to
1: make a decision.
0: <laughs> they, 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 yeah. they, they gave you a deal it, you couldn't refuse, so you got
1: to. So Exactly, and and, you know that's which that's another thing with uh, Mister Dion Sanders. Uh, A lot of a lot of things, especially to you know black athletes, which I coach all athletes, and you know obviously I don't discriminate against anybody. I help everybody. You know I don't I don't you know believe in a lot of things separating anybody. I try to help anyone, any young man, any family, but especially to the black young man. You know, there's not enough discussion about, you know, uh, HBU, man. You know, it's not it's not enough, you know. And I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, Deion Sanders and Warren Sapp and uh, the other coach he got to go coach the school, man. And I'm glad that that's happening. And a lot of the basketball signees are signing with them now. And, uh, you know... Definitely, thanks to you know movies like Black Panther, where you know most of that movie was was cast from you know people who attended those you know types of um, universities, and that's you know that's kind of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. You
2: know, no.
0: and 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 some of them actually play football,
2: and <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they had they <laughs> yeah. had to
0: make the transition over, you know, because they they did not they did not see themselves becoming you know, a professional ball player or they may have had a short, short stint. And, um, you know, they went to the backup. They went to the backup option. And um, that's a beautiful thing that a lot of kids have to understand. You know, get your education. and Once you get there, get the education.
1: I'm glad you, I just want to make a couple points about what you just stated. It can't be a backup. It's got to be a fall forward. A lot of people, when they have issues as far as, yeah, you know, coping with things. I, I
2: hear you over there using your <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but, but what I'm saying is true because, you know, it, it, it. like I said, the things that I did wrong, I'm trying to make sure whoever wants to listen to me don't, don't repeat the things that I did wrong. And I'm trying to get them better avenues, you know, better experiences. truthfully sometimes college isn't for you sometimes you need to go vocational school sometimes you need to go be a chef sometimes you need to go sometimes you need to go be a mechanic and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you're good at that's what you if that's what uh you know, you can feed your family, feed yourself. That's what you need to go and do. Because some, I mean, I tell you what, if, if you don't have the right situation, you know, and you got to pay back that, that college debt, <laughs> you already starting with a debt. Worth, whereas somebody already went four years and graduated from vocational school, you know, and, and you know, they starting out with money in the bank versus money you got to pay back. So, you know, that's one conversation. And then, you know, as far as, yeah, I mean, most of these guys, even even guys in the Hall of Fame. I mean, let's look at Sterling Shar, Shannon Shar. What's he doing now? You know,
2: Hell you gotta
1: have another plan. Yeah, you you gotta have him. He making, I'm pretty sure, more money than he ever made being a being a being a football player, and he don't have to take no hits. Right. You know, I mean, even your boy Tim Tebow. He don't got to take no hits. He didn't have that beating. He did his little time in the league, you know, which that's a whole different conversation, you know, as far as, you know, why he didn't do whatever he did in the league. I, I, I'm i very sure he could have existed in the league had something been created for him. But, you know, he, he kept his thing about kneeling and, you know, his belief in God, his belief in the different things that he believed in you know his his faith and uh you know now he's a he's also a commentator and you know a different speaker and a mentor to people and uh you know you just have to find other avenues to be successful you know
0: yeah I Uh, mean you're bigger than the game
2: yes you're bigger than the game once you
0: once you learn once you learn the game you are bigger than the sport man in the sense where your legacy is going to go beyond your performance because we yeah. I mean, going back to what you said, you know, how much character do you have? Right. And if you're, if, if you have, if you have the right personality with character, people are going to admire the man just as yep. much as they admire the athlete.
1: Right. Right. And they're going to gravitate towards you. And when opportunities do present itself, and you prepare for those opportunities, you know, there you go. I know a lot of people went back, you know, and, you know, they went and did public speaking. They went and took the speech classes. They went and took debate, you know. They went, you know, they went back and, you know, brushed up on some of the English courses. So now, you know. You're not on Sports Center looking crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> some of these dudes. <laughs> Desmond, Some of these dudes have come a long way. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You can tell, like who you know, think, went,
0: who would ever think Desmond Howard would be in that position on Saturday morning college football with, you know, um, uh, what's what's the what's the older guy
1: name that's on there? Uh, Lee Lee Corso and, 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 and uh, what's his name? Lee Corso and. uh What's your boy who was the quarterback? But yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about.
0: Herb, Herb Herb Herb
2: Herb, Herb 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 Street.
0: Yeah, Herb Street. That's his last but name. They cover they cover they covered Desmond Howard. It's it's amazing how his uh right. his his career has come full circle where you know, he was a Heisman hopeful. They covered him during that time at Michigan. They saw right. him win the Heisman, they saw him run his, his professional career run its course and now he's a colleague of people that have been doing what they've been doing and color commentating for well over 40 years 30 40 years yeah. in their position and now he's joined them you know and has has contributed you know yeah. just as much as they have to, you know, the Saturday morning experience of that pregame for those big games and also the college predictions. And that's, that's, that's something that, you know, each young man has to, has to think about, you know, I, I, I mean, I remember this one kid played for the Ravens at Lake Lotto. Oh, I think his name was, uh, 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 um, Wani. We call him Wani. Great kid great talent. But Wani was uh, a a very verbal person and I said Wani I said you need to uh, be a lawyer man because you you are a great debater. He was like I'm a football player. Mm. And Mm. it made me stop for a second because Mm. I'm just thinking like, okay, and, and then this, uh, this is Coach McClendon's team who, who had a lot of success coaching at Lake Lottis, uh, uh programs with the Ravens for many, many years now. And he's uh, one of his players. And, he actually uh, had two teams
1: for a long time, the Ravens and the Jaguars.
2: Uh, Dwayne McClendon, yeah.
0: Yes, sir. And, uh, and, and, he, and, he, and Dwayne, and and, and and acknowledge him. He's a classic example, one of those guys who uh, you may not have considered him a breakout player when he played the sport, but from a coaching perspective and what he did to change lives uh, down the road was was damn amazing for the number of children that came through his uh, teams and even progressed on in high school level once he – I actually got on with the Forest Hill program, coaching his son, and uh, also the running back that I, I believe went to uh, uh, a Division One program from there as well that came yeah. out of Lake Lotto. Uh, Pender. Uh,
1: yeah. Pender. Yeah. Draft. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. But, but, but
1: also, so shout that, out to Ron. Oh, Ron's oh, also uh, coaching coach. Uh, hey, Pender. Yeah, they've been out there twenty plus years, like me. So, I yeah, really yeah. big shout out to them. Like I say, multiple teams. They also served a lot of time on the board of directors. So, big shout out you know
2: Yeah, oh
0: yeah. But so I was saying about the kids. So when he when he when he when he when he, when he uh, his rebuttal was, I'm, pl- I'm playing football. I'm a football player. It resonated with me, and it, it kind of bothered me a little bit because these are this like what what you are explaining now is something psychologically that gets into a lot of these kids heads that they can only play the sport right. and they, they 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 never see themselves beyond the game in the long haul and that's something that uh, you know we, we we have a problem with now because you know the amount of people who have taken the criminal path Um, off the field by not being able to handle the lack of success albeit after high school or even making it to college and you know making uncharacteristic decisions you know getting caught stealing getting caught in the drug trade getting caught a murder man I mean there's, there's so many examples I really don't want to drag it out you know, with this episode, but you know, like the Aaron Hernandez and his situation where he had it yeah. all. Yeah.
1: And, and imagine, you know, imagine, when, imagine the Patriots with him and Grunk, which he was ooh. taking after Grunk in the draft. And, you know, he was one of the first ones when they start paying tight ends, you know, to get paid before, before Jimmy Graham, before Grunk, before all of them. So, you know, just that whole thing was crazy and you know a lot of that is like i said like if if being a football player is is your whole is everything that makes makes you up that's your whole identity you have an issue right. you know you got to you got to identify with more than that you know and to right. that bothers me a lot what you said the the point that you made for for you to say you know to the kid you should be a lawyer and he take it almost basically like an insult
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: instead of yeah. instead of being like okay yeah I love football I'ma leverage football to help me get my education so I could be a lawyer and a football player you know right it's like the rock right. the, basically you follow the rock you watch ballers he basically shows you okay yeah I'm, I use football to leverage myself becoming a wrestler I use football to leverage myself being an actor. I use football to yep. leverage myself being a businessman. You did it the right way.
2: <laughs>
0: yep, so, so many different avenues, yeah. man. You know, so many different avenues. And you know, uh, you, you know with the the impact the impact of coaching, man, is uh is a key thing, man. And I think enough coaches, a lot of coaches, really need to start focusing on the human side of the game as opposed to the win-loss and the business aspect of it because um, you know if we, we think about the number of people that we know personally who have who, who could have possibly uh, been better citizens Yes, is <laughs> another no yes. way to put it but to, to be to, could have been better citizens given the odds you know of already existing in a single parent household or coming from a good household and trying to fit the role or the persona of thug life or imagery just you know to appease to the crowd because they didn't want people to think they were a certain way and because they played sports they felt that they had to go full circle with it you know almost like a character
1: See, I'm glad that you touched on that because I know you remember me being a young man and uh mm-hmm. you know the, when I went through school I'm proud to say I didn't really see the guys I played football with until we got to football meaning right. I was in courses that challenged me you know I had algebra I had algebra too you know I had mm-hmm. you know honors biology as a freshman you know um and I enjoy, you know, I enjoy being intelligent as an adult. And a lot of, it's sad that, yeah, I, I saw something on Facebook. I saw a couple of things. And even just from talking to the kids, it's like, I'm glad, like, being a nerd is, is kind of being cool as far as being intelligent. Yeah. Because right. especially for a lot of black boys in our, in our youth, you used to get picked on for being smart. Or oh, yeah. if you if you if you had educated answers to questions, Or oh, he's speaking a certain way, or he's not black.
0: Right. Nah, let's, let's call it what it is.
1: He's talking <laughs> white. You said, or oh, that? Can see no, that's no, that, no Hey that. I, I was getting there. I was getting yeah. there. But I mean, so
2: and it's sad
1: to equate being educated or or or. As, as we talk about our girl Candace at times, being being articulate <laughs> right. with a certain race of people. And it was wrong for us to be articulate. It was wrong for us to think outside of the box. You know, we had to be a dumb job to be cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People, 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 when, you know, uh, when a person looked at, a, when a person saw a, a black athlete, they, they saw a character. They saw a person who was supposed to somewhat try to be funny, uh, not be well-spoken, uh, great at what they do on the field or on the basketball court, baseball field, wherever, and that's it, because we right. did not have a lot of examples of the businessmen that came in the 20th, 20th 21st century of sports. That now we can look at now and uh, you know someone who who was intricate in in being uh, a a great business person and a well-respected business person. Like nobody knows the Hank the Hank Aaron story of owning multiple car lots and being one of the most noted uh, Lexus dealerships in the Atlanta metro area. So, right. um, uh, you know, he, he's, he's made uh, a pretty penny off of his salesmanship or his face, you know, uh, in, you know, Hank Aaron dealerships. And right. that's that's the business side of it. And then even, you know, of course, the, the massive amount of money Michael Jordan has grossed just from the Jordan brand uh, itself you know becoming a mainstay and a signature uh, a signature apparel for sports no. o- yes. over time you know you didn't you didn't really see that
1: well that's a whole other thing too And even though I don't particularly like Jordan as a as a person I definitely respect him as an athlete and I definitely respect him as uh, how he built his brand which a lot of people at the time, you got to think, this was 80s. You know, we was wearing Converse, Converse, Cons. You know, people was wearing Lottos and Adidas. Nobody's really wearing that, right. pre Jordan. You know, right. and just that whole thing, you know, him and Roy Jones later on took it to Jumpman and all that different thing, different branding for boxing, different stuff like that. But man, Michael Jordan, as far as, it's not enough of that story. There's not enough of of uh, guys on that level. Yeah. somebody was asking them, "Well, how come you haven't shown?" Say, say, say like that one people? More time.
0: We got, we got, we we were inaudible on the recording right now. Say, say that again. <laughs> oh. What you saying?
1: Uh, I saw a couple of things, a couple of comments that he made and someone, someone asked Michael Jordan, uh, how come you haven't shown others, you know, how to duplicate or how to build a brand such as yourself? And he said, well, you know, nobody asked me,
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs>
1: yeah. and, uh, I know yeah. one particular yeah. guy who asked him, Emmitt Smith, I was just about to say Emmitt Smith was one of them. Right. That came to him like, "Look, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, X, Y, Z. I want to do this. I want to do that." And he was like, "You know, how come you didn't get at me before?" He's like, "You never asked, right. you know." So, and I know in the past too, and, and even in the present, it's sometimes you will ask. And people don't want to give you them keys. People don't want to, you know. People don't want to give you those answers. But I mean, you just got to keep asking. And then I hopefully you can get it, you know. But basically, the people I want to ask, and that's why I also, you know, you got people like Dwayne, people like yourself, people like, you know, me. Um, I just want to try to put out there as much help as possible because I know the different questions, the different things that I had when I was a kid, you know, that my mom couldn't answer for me. You know, my mom did the best she could. But... Right. Is just certain man type things it's certain definitely black man type things Is certain uh, sports related things that you know she, she couldn't answer so right. you know being being that you know uh, I'm, I'm a black man from a low income area and you know there's a lot of white people from low income areas a lot of Spanish people from low income areas there's Asian people from low income areas I try to help Everybody that does not get those questions answered, and I try to answer them more. And like I said, if I don't know the answer, I try to connect them with the right person to help them out. And my whole thing is, I, I want to help you as a whole person, not just as an athlete you you gotta you gotta think outside the box. And like I said, yeah, of course I'm going to prepare them for the games, I'm going to prepare them for their opponent, But I also want to prepare them for life. I, I try to ask them things that nobody else asks them. You know, I try to ask them about their hobbies. I try to ask them, "Hey man, what you going to end up being? You know, where you going to work at?" You know, and the answer can't be a football player. And if the answer is football player, I'm not downing them. Their dream is their dream. But, hey, what are you going to do after football? Because you see Shannon Sharp doing XYZ, you know. You see Jacoby Ford doing XYZ, which shout-out to Jacoby Ford. He's one of the coaches at Newman. Uh, You know. Okay. You know, are you going to try to go into real estate? Are you going to try to go into this? Are you going to try to leverage, you know, if you have a successful career into something else? Like, just like you say, nobody – Nobody really talk about the Hank Aaron. You see Maroonie on every commercial. <laughs>
0: right. Dan Marino. <laughs> more, for the, for the lo- I was going to say the longest time, Dan Marino, from where we were, yeah. he was a major with...
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, man. That's or even like, uh, you know, Dun, Dun, some of Don's shoes restaurants. You know, oh, which yeah. that was amazing food there. But I mean, yeah, you don't see... <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's why I say some amazing food. But you don't, you know, you don't really see certain things, you know, on, on media or social media, and it's not even really talked about. So, you now, know.
2: And, it isn't,
0: and it's, that's why I am I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to see that more, more of the, uh, the, 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 uh, the African-American athletes, black American athletes are making that transition to try to control the narrative, um know through media in regards to how they're viewed you know life after the game because yeah I mean you know long story short we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot coming we've seen a lot go man you know we, we, we've, we've lived long enough to see uh, 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 the at least before we start recognizing how great he was we've seen Michael Jordan come and go We've we've seen Kobe Bryant come and go. We've seen Allen Iverson come and go, and we will see LeBron shortly come and go. And uh, you know, here we are. We're in our forties. So, how great will the talent be going forward? You know what I mean. But also, what will the talent do after the lights shut off? You know what I mean. Once once that career is done. You know, I, I, I'm starting to measure that more than anything because as much as I love Allen Iverson, uh, I feel so bad for him at times because he is the epitome of the great talent that was never prepared for what was to come after sports. And, you right. know, I see him having breakdowns or crying, um, you know, at times in interviews, interview, very emotional, and but then now you compare that, and I'm not putting man versus man because that's another thing that I really get tired of hearing the goat conversation. But
2: but, oh, but man, in yeah. likeness,
0: but in likeness, you know, you see what Kobe Bryant was starting to do off the court, you know, as a business person, as a person that was producing, you know, film, etc. Or you even see LeBron the way that his business is structured. Even for a man that never attended college, you know, that we know of, whether he's taking any courses, you know, behind the scenes, or even if you look at one of the most accomplished, one of the most accomplished student athletes, uh, such as Shaquille O'Neal, who has a doctorate, you know, and how he continues to progress off the court. And this is beyond any sports analyst position, but, you know, his community involvement um, his contributions and charity, and um, you know his brand. Yeah. You know when we when we think about when we think about Shaquille O'Neal, we can put Shaquille O'Neal up there with O.J. Simpson prior to his name being tarnished, because a lot of people knew O.J. Simpson as the black guy that was in the Hertz commercial hurtling over the. <laughs> hurtling over the chairs in the airport <laughs> trying to make a well, play. They, jumping they over the turnstiles. <laughs> right. They, they recognize that O.J. Simpson way more than they would ever recognize the O.J. Simpson playing for the Buffalo Bills, and that's the same likeness with Shaquille O'Neal. You know, Shaq, people know the big Shaquille O'Neal as the icy hot guy or Oh, the general things that <laughs> yeah, the general commercial that they're that they're promoting, you know, for children, you know, for like for like our kids. So by the time your by the time your daughter gets to be ten years old, she will never have seen Shaquille O'Neal play in a live game. Even if you know you go back and watch video footage, she will never have seen Shaq right. in a live game. Right. But He's
2: gonna be that guy From that commercial. Show.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And that's and that's that that's that that's that business acumen that you know a lot of these these guys need to be ready to accept, you know even if they never make it to pros to the pro level. I mean you have people that are just going to come out of high school and they're going to be general contractors. They're going to be laborers in their areas and they're still going to make a lot of money. They're still going to be you know a significant uh uh. uh Uh, person in their community you know even giving back voluntarily and coaching and stuff like that but you have to be ready for that and like you said sports comes full circle man it gives you it helps you develop your character it helps you build your character to go beyond but you know I'm going to close this segment you know jumping on that that other other dark side of it that you were about to start talking about with the depression and um, I'm going to set it up like this you know because you are around the children in the school and you say you know a lot of athletes are dealing with depression how has COVID how has the impact of COVID uh, and and, uh, has it had an effect on the children at the school that you work with because I know that they are more some of them are in better financial positions than the average kid because this is a private school right. that you that you coach at.
1: Correct. Um I'm gonna tell you man <laughs> a lot of issues are issues no matter where you are in class. And usually too, sometimes when you're up in class, you know, you have to deal with things such as divorce.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You have you have to deal with you know, your parents are busy, they're working, you know. Um, so just like in our case, you know, your coach spends a lot of time with you, man. That's 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 a voice you hear sometimes more than your parents. And uh right. you know, that's a voice that you hear, you know, while you're going while you're bleeding, why you while you're going through practice. So, you know, there's a lot of things a lot of lessons, that's why it's very valuable hopefully it's a good guy or you know good person um, that they're telling you the right things and now dealing with COVID you know just people in general you'd be surprised how many people need a hug you'd be surprised how many people want a handshake you'd be surprised how many people just want to sit and talk and talk but it's like now with COVID it's like especially in the locker room situation you know they can't even do that with their teammates like you you know you got five wow. 10 dudes in their max and they got to get out of there wow. then you send another group you know that's one of the other precautions it's not like everyone just goes in the locker room and you could just you know you remember how many locker room conversations or you know even while you're in the shower you talking with your homies or whatever hey what y'all gonna do later you know, that's out right now. That Those things aren't possible. You know, they're getting in a locker room. You know, they're taking all their clothing, washing it every day. Um, you know, and there's five, ten dudes in there at a time, max. And, you know, and they're spaced out. And then once that group leaves, the other group leaves. And, you know, it's crazy because you, you're trying to get them in and out as quick as possible. So it kind of... So what if you were that guy or that person that needed, you know, that time to wear that might be your only interaction all day where you actually someone actually pay attention to you or right, so, so hey I'm man double, so i'm going double
2: back so
0: when they <laughs> when they take the practice uniforms out you guys are taking the practice uniforms that and and you got the the the, the team is watching the, the practice uniform no no
1: each each individual
0: Okay, so they have to take them home, so, and
1: make sure that they clean. Yeah, take them home every single day, clean it. yeah clean wow. and come back. And if it don't come back clean, it's it's an issue. <laughs> okay. It's not like we won't know, you know what I mean. And then, uh, you know, they're hanging up their, their um, shoes and their shoulder pads, and you know we have like a mist thing that we spray on it, and it kills all the germs.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, spray,
1: spray like a whole locker, yeah. spray everything. Yeah. Yeah, sanitizing wow. everything. Getting fogged out, so now, you know, you don't have to deal with, you know, any of that. All of the cloth you take at home, washing every single day, ain't nothing staying in there. <laughs> and yeah. then, you know, yeah, I remember, uh, I remember we as, used to
0: have the uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah, we used to have as far as, the, as,
1: far as, the, <laughs> as far as the pennies and anything like that that they might put on, like the reds hmm. or the things that go on their beanies. Um, as soon as yeah. they take it off, they put it in a mesh bag, and we, and we wash everything. So everything is okay. getting sterilized and sanitized every single day. You know, we we're strict about that. And um, as far as water, like he, well, you that, know, well, don't even.
0: Well, that must be that must be a uh, that must be a lovely smelling locker room these days.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. locker yeah, room
0: used to as shit because some people didn't. <laughs> Some people watch them uniforms.
1: Yeah, yeah. all yeah. Oh yeah. The thing be oh, stiff oh, and...
0: then in the rain, they be sticky and stiff. Just they just slip on the on, on the uh, on the pads. You know, if they got two sets, you know Somebody may have this extra set that they use for Friday night, but in their, their regular freaking practice, uh, they'll put them on and yeah. uh, never watch them damn things the whole year. And I know, I never. know the wrestling team; they prided themselves on that. Like the stinker you are, <laughs> it, 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 was, yeah. it it was a strategy that they used in high school wrestling. <laughs> that, yeah, you know that the guy told me he was like, make sure your uniform is stinking shit. So,
2: that makes it hard for the person to want to
1: get close to even, you know, pin you or, or, or do a takedown. <laughs> so, COVID, COVID was, has really that was one of the good. That was one of the main reasons I didn't want to wrestle. I was really good, too. I, I did not oh, yeah. want to wrestle, man. I did yeah, to do it. But, anyway, but, yeah, that COVID, you know, we're making sure you know, you got to stay clean and wash our hands a lot. And then as far as the water, um, you know, we, like a couple coaches or a few coaches, like everyone brings their own water bottle. So it's like you're not even drinking water out of the same trough, you know, anymore, none of that. for a, You know, we don't want to have any possible, you know, cross-contamination or anything like that. We spray the water in the bottle and then, Every time we you know, we touch the bottle or whatever, we wash our hands or put the sanitizer. And I
0: noticed Cam Newton and what the last two weekends they've 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 made it the media has caught him, you know, dressed up coming to the game and I've noticed in both pictures he's had his own water bottle with him. But right. so, uh, so that's something that I recognize as well. But, you know, like I was saying, so with the with, with the depression and in in high school and these kids are being even more hypersensitive than we were coming up, you know, um, how do you how do how how is the school dealing with, you know, kids who, you know, just just can't handle it, man, just because because of all of the mm-hmm. social distancing and the restrictions.
1: See, as far as that aspect of it, because I I don't work at the school, I don't I don't know what they're doing I don't know what they're doing to cope with that. But I'm pretty sure, I, I can say with confidence, like people are more worried about being sick right now, and they're more concerned about COVID and you know all the other stuff to do with school. And this is why we have the issues that we have, because a, a lot of people that are dealing with depression are dealing with issues that's that's on the back burner You know, unless unless there's kinda like a cry for help or something extreme were to occur, that's that's just that's just some, basically, you know, just like when we were in school, it's it's, it's 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 something that's being ignored. You know, unless it unless there's something to bring that to the forefront, you know, it is it's not the priority right now. So like I said, COVID, you, you trying to get everybody home quick as possible. Hey, man, where your ride at? Hey, you got to go. <laughs> you
2: know, you know, or, you
1: know where your mask at? You don't got that mask. Hey, bro, you got to go. You got to get out of here. You know, it, it's, it's more of that. And like I said, like, I'm glad that we have a group of coaches that, you know, we'll ask, hey, is everything okay? You know, everything with your family? Are you all right? You know, somebody passed, we make sure, Hey, yeah, man, we're sorry such and such past anything we could do for you and, you know just different situations and i'm just glad that we have a group of kids that trust us enough they will tell us you know different things or you know like my grandma passed which that's definitely something i could sympathize them with you know you know and i could just yeah. tell them, hey, man. we
2: have to
0: we have to key in on that man because like um, you know and I, I, say, I say I was gonna hold a depression park, I was gonna park it with Junior Seau. And yeah. I say that, you know, and <clears throat> I mentioned the other night when I was watching the Ravens games, I say, Man, you know, I say I say the 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 the, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they, they talk about Eric B. Enemy, Eric B. They're just running the 1994-95 offense of the San Diego Chargers with Tony Martin, uh, Mark Say, and uh, uh, Eric Culver. And I was like, until the Ravens go back and study that, they're not going to be able to beat the Chiefs. But that right. led me to to looking at uh, Junior Sayah. Right. And, uh, you know, he suffered through depression and no one would ever think that he was going through depression because he was always a gleeful person in the public eye smiling, always um, you know um, very high public public life life after football, on the run etc. And then he commits suicide, shoots himself in the head but you know, just like you said, you know, the kid. You, you ask the kids about if how things are going, if someone passed away, et cetera. That stuff is key now, especially with these athletes, with understanding that the contact and the contact sport, the hits, do matter, that they're taking even yeah. from a young age. And it wears on the brain and it wears down the brain. And, uh, you know, but just, just, just looking at say our situation – I never realized that from that Super Bowl team in 94 that lost to San Francisco, there are eight, eight players are dead from that team, including right. Junior Seau. And so, and, and, and some of them were very notable players that were, you know, that were big contributors and not understanding anything about Junior Seau uh, personally but now that that, that, that leaves a question is, you know, did the death of his friends take a toll on him? Did the death of, you know, the teammates and things like that take a toll on him to where, you know, he felt there was no way out once the pain starts coming because one thing about life, the older you get, you will start feeling pain. I don't care how fit you are. <laughs> it comes with yeah. comes with age. The older you get, you know, you're right. gonna have some 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 pain and discomfort in, in your body and uh, it's just it's just crazy now where you know that's something that on top of COVID you know it, we have to be even more mindful of overseeing the youth and taking depression as a serious thing because there are also a lot of kids a lot of young kids that are that are killing themselves man suicide is, has been yeah. on the rise over the last few years yeah yeah like like like. I mean you guys lost a big one the uh, the cornerback that came out of the that yeah. walked in front of the train
1: yeah which, I mean that was, that was tough yeah you know, I, I mean, I saw, I, I, I saw some week. of the, I saw some of the things the mother posted, and, you know, just that yeah. young man, that that young man had to deal with things he should have never had to
0: deal with,
2: you know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But
0: man, I'm gonna wrap it. We got a great segment here.
2: <laughs> this is a great segment man
0: it's
1: good talking <laughs> hey, man. to you brother all, all i gotta say is first of all man like like hey i don't tell you enough but i you know i mean it from the bottom of my heart man i'm proud of you man i i, I love every single segment that you put on here the podcast every single one of them man and for anybody who listening take the time listen to the, the other posts and you know, uh the only thing I'm sad about is I ain't listened to them earlier, man. They're amazing. I'm
2: <laughs> glad
1: that you're a teammate. Glad that you're a brother. And I hope that you continue. And uh, I love you, man. And I would love to be a guest in the future on anything, man. And Even if I'm not a guest, I'm definitely going to listen. <laughs> I'm definitely going to listen to, to the talking shit cast. And, uh, <laughs> man, You got you got to invite me back, man, or at least... Get crazy, crazy uh Vince Wheeler, some of these other local dudes, man, and, you know, hopefully, man, we can give a perspective to things that, that, that people don't realize or people don't understand and give them some type of understanding, man, and, or some, you know, some further knowledge, you know, because we definitely got a story to tell, and it's definitely not what we see in our media every day.
0: No doubt, no doubt. I appreciate your contributions, man, and best of luck to you and all of the uh, the students that you're coaching this year at Cardinal Newman. You know, uh, with in this football season and with their recruiting, hoping hoping that they, you know, prosper and make it make it to where they're trying to go, man. Appreciate the difference.
1: Yep. I appreciate well, you. I'll let you. All right. Peace.